0: everybody, welcome into the Haven Podcast. You could be listening to anything else in the world right now, but you are listening to me, and I appreciate that. Hope you've all had a wonderful weekend and an even better work week on tap, and I'm going to try to do my best to start it off right for every single one of y'all. So, welcome into this week's TV and movie-focused episode. On today's episode, we got got quite a bit of goodies uh, to get to, Um, but I, I would be remiss if I did not tell a little, a little story, if you will, um, about some, some home improvement. So I've always lived like apartments, condos, townhouses. I know (laughs) something to brag about. Um, this is actually the first time the wife and I have lived in what, what, you know, like an actual home, whatever that means. It's not like we live in cardboard boxes or anything of that nature, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot of it. We're, We're still renting. We don't own But again, as I've talked about before on this thing uh, or on the podcast, it's, you know, it's the place we're renting currently and everything like that is very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Uh, older than dirt, the place is. So there's a lot of just like weirdness to it, creak sounds, fucking smells that no matter how much much I Mr. Clean it, it just doesn't want to ever go away and it just lingers there like the stench of a dead person and just this bags about right so i recently purchased very excited to share this and i've been looking forward to it a little a little pressure washer so i had a chance this uh yesterday or today and yesterday to get to use it so i'm i get the thing and i go run some errands i come back saturday i'm super excited i'm like i've been waiting to use this thing like i'm gonna fucking just start i'm gonna go around town and just start freaking spraying shit like i don't even care what it is I, i'm yes, I'm ready to go. The first step is I had to assemble it. That was not part of the plan, but hey, it's okay. So I assembled this bad boy. It didn't take me too long and very simple for the most part. I mean, I am an expert at Ikea furniture, so how hard can this be? And it it went fairly well. So all good to go. And then we start the journey. So... I probably should have YouTube techniques, maybe like the top 10 tricks, like via BuzzFeed article of pressure washing things, did not do that. So I spent most of my Saturday pressure washing things and not really making headway. So fast forward to today and I'm like, I got so much shit to still do and I don't know where to begin and everything. So the freaking dingleberry that I am, I was using um so on the pressure washer there's like a couple different nozzles that come with it for like different spread if you will. So the one that seemed to have the most success was like the little tiny zero degree one or whatever the fuck it's called. So I'm literally sitting there on Saturday pressure washing like not even a quarter, if even that, like one fourth of that of the fucking driveway that is way overdue to be cleaned with this little tiny like buzzing it's super powerful, don't get me wrong. But it just fucking took me forever. So I'm just sitting there like, eh, fuck, fuck, it's taking forever. fucking. So that was great. Today I make the discovery where the way pressure washers seem to work is distance. So if I'm holding this giant plastic gun in a cool way, and that's the one thing I hate about this damn thing is you press and hold the trigger. And so I'm having fucking like cramps in my right hand. I'm the old man in the yard. Just like, oh, my fucking hand hurts and just crazy shit like that. So I finally got a pro tip of like, hey, use uh, what's it called? The zip tie. Do that and you don't have to hold it anymore. So cool. Um, But I was using the tape uh, or using tape like MacGyver and that somewhat worked. So I get that all down, right? Going great. Cool. And then today is when I was like, oh, there's other nozzles. Let me figure out this. Oh, it's adjustment of height in terms of or distance from your target with the pressure washer Um, hose gun thing to the surface that you're cleaning if you get closer it cleans better yeah no shit Sherlock holy crap I'm a freaking idiot so I get the one nozzle that's like a bigger spread of it and once I got that close to the surface I was just breezing through it like left and right like a boss but that was towards the end and then I got tired and needed a nap so that's cool so I was actually able to accomplish some things today in, in terms of that and all I will say is I will finish the job. I have a couple more of these little, you know, cleanup projects I have to do. <sighs> uh, fuck this. I i don't think I'm ever going to own a house. I don't think I'm ever going to put up with this shit again. This is fucking tiring. It's one thing after another. And again, this is being a renter. This is me having the ability or the perk to call said landlord if they're decent, which ours have been so far, and say, this is wrong. Come and fix it. Problem solved. Instead of being an owner and having to dip into your pocket and and even worry about that shit because you don't know what else it could be. So I'm fucking going back to an apartment after this. But that is not why you listen. You listen for the latest and greatest happening in the world of TV and movies. And do we got some goodies for you? So let's start off with a little bit of news that came out this week. I'm personally very excited for. It was officially announced that the wonderful creators of the video game Cuphead is partnering with Netflix to bring to said Netflix, a new comedic series based off of the Cuphead IP. If you haven't played this game, please do. It's, it's a work of art. It's so unique, so different than any of those like 2D scrollers you played in the day. Um, I'm still waiting for them to enable co-op online. Don't think that's ever going to happen, so I just need to go back and play it. It's hard, it's difficult, but it's totally worth it. It's an amazing experience. And the one thing they did said the creators, I think it's two brothers that worked on the game, they said we're not going to go into computer-generated like graphic arts for this show. We're still going to do everything or most of it by hand if as much as we can within reason. So that's good to see. So be prepared for this series to come out in 2030 at the very earliest because it's going to take them that fucking long to draw all this shit and do it. But that's totally cool. I'm glad to see, like I said, the Cuphead IP or the video game is incredible. I am loving seeing the IP go in a different direction and just broaden its horizons a little bit more and get out to more of a mainstream audience, if you will. Because, yeah, it's just so freaking clever and it's good. It has its own flair and taste and... It's just something that I'm so happy that now that hopefully when it does come out, and hopefully it does, like there's no weird cancellation with it, that many, many more people will get to experience the wonderful world of Cuphead um, because it is something else. Um, Speaking of streaming giants, this is always good. So this came out of nowhere, and I always love this kind of stuff here. So Warner Brothers Media, who officially owns... HBO now there was like that big merger that happened a couple months ago. So they came and revealed a new streaming service that is set to launch in spring of 2020 and that is HBO Max. Oh boy. <clears throat> this was what a uh, a lot of the streaming theorists were were worried about is everyone and their moms at their own streaming service and nickel and diming you with different tiers. So this is a great example for their cause. Uh this video comes of geek tyrant. Warner Brothers Media has finally revealed the name of the upcoming streaming service. It will be called HBO Max. This service is described as being anchored in HBO's reputation for high-quality TV and film while being maximized by programming from other networks in the media empire. So what that means is you're going to pay 15 16 bucks a month, um, somewhere around there. So it's only a couple bucks more than HBO Go or HBO, uh, HBO now, I think it's called and what have you. So what do you get for HBO Max? Well, it gets kind of fucking weird. So, according to this press release and the trailer they dropped, you'll get such classics with HBO such as The Flash, Prince Prince of Bel-Air, Pretty Little Liars, as well as Friends. So, basically they're opening up their freaking vault of like old sitcoms and say you're getting this too we're gonna play on your nostalgia strings a little bit more but in addition to all that they even said like hey we're gonna have some original series that we're developing exclusively for hbo max um the cw is a big part of this i believe nickelodeon as well and this is where it gets kind of weird because um dc has their own streaming service right that they've launched last year So they're taking certain elements of that and incorporating it into the service. So, for example, the new Batwoman series, for some reason, if you want to watch that, will be included in this or, you know, streamed onto. But, you know, one of the things I liked about the DC service is they have, you know, like the Titan show that they did. If this was a part of it, which I'm not sure I haven't seen it confirmed that it will be. That kind of makes me enticed to watch it. But the one thing the DC service does have that I thought would be dope to get or have experience is like the old uh, Batman, the animated series cartoons have all of that there. The Justice League, the Superman cartoons, stuff like that. I would pay a couple bucks more on my HBO subscription to get access to that stuff. Apparently those kind of things will not be included. They're just being selective of certain content from other streaming services they have. To be added to this to make a more well rounded package of enticement. So that's kind of lame. I was hoping it was just them like, oh, let's just try to get as much money as possible, as many users as possible. Let's just put the whole everything except the kitchen sink in this damn thing and see if we can get everyone under our banner of networks um, to kind of go in. Um, the one thing, like I did alluded to earlier, uh, Max original series previously announced, so exclusively for this new series, will be Dune, the Sisterhood. An adaption of Brian Herbert and Kevin Anderson's book based in the world created by Frank Herbert's book, Dune, from director Dennis Fanova, who's actually doing the new Dune movie, so that should be pretty cool. Um, And they have other stuff they're working on called Tokyo Vice, The Flight Attendant, Love Life, Station Eleven, Made for Love, and Gremlins. That's right, people. An animated series from Warner Brothers Animation and Amblin Entertainment based on the original movie. Um, Warner Brothers Animation, have to say, pretty freaking spot on track record with a lot of the stuff they do. So overall this is like again the furor that i said of streaming um from people i i get it this is a great prime example of it unfortunately again i just wish this was all the crap even if you have to raise it a little bit it's hey i'm getting all these networks and all of their offerings you know even their back catalog all in one that would be cool so i'm curious too if this includes everything with hbo though or are they just going to do something similar to their other offerings and just be like, hey, here's the latest season of, you know, the newest Game of Thrones a prequel series. Here's the episodes. But if you want to go watch like the OG Game of Thrones, you have to be, in addition to, be an HBO Now subscriber to get access to that stuff. So um, that's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of a double-edged sword. So I'm sure, I'm just curious to see what this comes out, what kind of service it's going to be and how long it takes them um, before they go ahead and make adjustments to that now moving on to speaking of game of thrones george rr R. martin the man who will never finish his book came out and was doing some little pressy press interview stuff and well he had a couple little little tidbits of news to drop in regards to the upcoming game of thrones prequel and he goes on to say, Westeros is a very different place. There's no King's Landing, there's no Iron Throne, there's no Targaryens. Valeria has hardly begun to rise yet with its dragons and the great empire that is built. We're dealing with a very different and older world, and hopefully that will be part of the fun of the series. So this is going to be taking a... Uh, this prequel series will focus on what's called the Golden Age of Heroes within the Game of Thrones universe. And he goes on to further say... Only one thing is for sure, from the horrifying secrets of Westeros history to the true origin of the White Walkers. Uh, This will also include the mysteries of the East to the Starks of legend. It's now the story. It's not the story we think we know. So they're going back with the prequel of all the origins, all the little Easter eggs and stuff we heard throughout Game of Thrones. He does go on to say that, yes, there will be lots of dire wolves, which makes my heart feel amazing things we'll actually see if it does that or if they will do the whole typical well the budget's not here so that one direwolf wolf for brand the builder that you really really like he'll be in two out of the hundred episodes because we're short on budget but i think it's kind of cool where you're not gonna have the lannisters but you will probably see their origins and you know from he continues to go on and say like hey like other than the white walker origin there's gonna be hundreds of different houses that some of you've heard of some of you haven't and you'll see the the origins of certain houses too that you've come to know and love it's definitely more of this wild west within that universe so to me that sounds super exciting like he had the tidbit he said about the lannisters um he says the lannisters aren't there yet but castor rock is certainly there it's like the rock of gibraltar it's actually occupied by the cast for whom it's still named after in the time of game of thrones so you kind of start just like i don't know this is them making a prequel series strugging on my heartstrings of Game of Thrones and its lore, and I really hope this is good. Um, I know Game of Thrones, the Song of Fire and Ice, still leaves a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths, my myself included, and I get all that. I understand it. I'm hoping that by the time this comes out, it's been a little while since the DBYs and all that crap fiasco of how it ended... And we just get a fresh take on it. It's cool. They have a cast that buys in. And they have a writing team that's just all in on this thing. Because it's too much of a great universe and and history, if you will, to just kind of let it die and leave Game of Thrones the way it was. So, fingers crossed. I'm always hopeful for this type of stuff. So, we're going to go ahead and finish up today's episode with a couple of good old industry notes. Starting first off with, hey, you guys... uh, you guys remember the Power Rangers, huh? You guys remember the Power Rangers reboot that came out a couple of years ago? Well, neither does nobody else, because it's been officially um, confirmed uh, by Saban that they will be doing a full, fresh reboot with a new cast and crew for the Power Rangers IP. Oh, man, this is interesting. So i'm very curious what direction they go with this it felt like they were trying to do a poorer man's darker version of power Rangers. so i wonder if they'll lean more into the kid friendly stuff or if we will see and or experience um them even going darker about it here was my thing this this is where i stand out with power Rangers. I used to watch it as a kid you know and totally loved it was totally into it and then you know it just whatever reason just it lost its thing for me. I know there's people that are still loyal to it, really, really love it, and they've been they're still going on and there's a new generation of fans of this series and that's great. This is what my proposal is. You go get that guy who shot the YouTube series a couple years ago where it was like super R rated and fucking James Vanderbeek was in it. You go get that guy. You give him like a hundred mil, eighty let's go eighty five million. Give him eighty five mil as his budget and you're like, hey dude you go ham and you make the Power Rangers series that you want. That's when they had, like, uh what's his face? Was it Zach, I think was his name, the Black Ranger, where he was just having a threesome and he gets assassinated. It was just like, oh, this is so fucking crazy and out of this world. What have you done to Power Rangers? And it was so amazing. Go get that guy and have him go ham. You give it a solid R rating and you just say, fuck this. Throw caution to the wind. At least if it doesn't work. We went all in with this mindset and idea and we can get it checked off the list and then we'll reboot it again in a couple of years. Or just make an animated series that's actually really, really well done for Netflix and make your money and keep your brand alive that way. Uh, Moving on to our next industry note. Is she? Won't she? We don't know. Good old star, Mealy Bobby Brown. Um, You guys know her as Eleven from Stranger Things. She's reportedly has been casted an undisclosed role for the inter- Marvel's upcoming Internals movie. Um, and then she came out and denied that, so we shall see. But I kind of wanted to lead this to the larger point. It has been... I don't know if it's been confirmed, but it's been alluded to very heavily by many sources that at this year's upcoming San Diego Comic Con, we actually will get some kind of first look, uh, what have you, at the new Black Widow prequel movie. They are currently filming that for sure, as well as some kind of, I'm sure we'll get the cast, like, you know, where they bring them all out together on stage. We'll get the official cast reveal. Because um, we do know, like, Angeline Jolie's in it, uh, Richard Madden's in it and what have you. I know Keanu Reeves is rumored for a while, so they might save him for that. But we'll get the official cast reveal, etc., from Marvel's internals, and hopefully some kind of confirmation of all the upcoming, the next phase of Marvel movies as well. And then our last two notes, did you like the latest Halloween reboot? I thought it was okay. There was some stuff to really like, and there was some stuff to be like, eh, whatevs. Um, but it looks like david gordon who directed it david gordon green excuse me he's rumored to be shooting the next two halloween sequels back to back and then last but certainly not least a piece of industry note and well news in general that does just like cuphead does my heart so much excitement david fincher has officially announced hopefully it sticks his next project it will star gary oldman in a citizen Kane biopic uh the story of this upcoming movie for fincher it looks like it's in partnership with netflix and gary oldman will play the role of herman makovitz Makowitz. um i guess he's a a well-known um newspaper it says newspaper man what the fuck's a newspaper man what the hell like like a reporter Okay, the newspaper man God, turned screenwriter who's best known for collaborating with Orson Welles on the classic film Citizen Kane. The film will be called Mink, which is the nickname for him, and it's being produced by Netflix, as stated. Um, fun little fact, the script was actually written by Jack Fincher, David Fincher's dad. He was also a newspaper man, and the filmmaker will shoot the film in black and white so that it has a classic Hollywood vibe to it. This is great. Everyone, I think, on the podcast that's a that's a steady listener knows my thoughts and feels about the good old David Fincher. He is incredible. Uh, One of the best freaking directors out there. I cannot remember the last time I saw a movie of his that I did not care for or did not walk away just like, holy shit, dude, this guy knows what he's doing. He has his finger on the pulse of what he's doing. And that's why when it was rumored that he would be doing World War Z or World War Z two, what the fuck was that called? The sequel to World War Z with Brad Pitt that he dropped out of that, that was heartbreaking. But yeah, it's just, it's it's awesome to see it. So, um I cannot wait. It's going to be he's just he I could watch David Fincher literally shoot a movie for 3 hours of just someone staring at a, a a wall that's freshly painted and I would find interest. He'd find a way to make that cool. He'd find a way to show that scene for three hours straight in a way that you haven't seen before and didn't think it was possible. That's how talented like he's up there with Christopher Nolan for my directors, for me personally. But with that said, guys, that is going to do it for me on today's TV and movie focus episode. If you like what you heard, or even if you're mm, about it, lots of ways you can help the podcast and help support it, help it grow. Many of those type of ways are in the description of this episode as usual, but also please send in your listener questions to thehavenpc at gmail.com, or you can send an audio version of it via the Anchor link inside description, and then you can find us on Instagram and interact with us there as well. So with that said, guys, thank you so much yet again for listening. Hope you all have a beautiful, sexy, amazing work week, and I will talk to you guys this upcoming Friday. Take care.